3: live from san francisco on the sports byline broadcasting network you are listening to wrestling observer live with your hosts brian alvarez and mike sempervivi are you ready
4: are you ready let's get it on
5: How's it going everybody? Brian Alvarez here on Wrestling Observer Live. We are here every day. Monday through Friday, noon Pacific, 3 Eastern. Sunday, 3 Pacific, 6 Eastern. It is Wednesday on the program. You know what that means? Things have changed in the world of wrestling. Last night, NXT. Did you watch it? What'd you think? We'll get your thoughts today. Go over the recap of the show. And of course, tonight is AEW. And very interesting, very interesting week in terms of things to get angry about. Numbers. Ron Monday did fine. It did well. Although it did have a massive third hour drop, which it hadn't had for a while. But we'll go over those numbers in a while. But the very interesting numbers are going to be the two numbers that come out this afternoon and tomorrow afternoon. Last week was the first week that AEW and NXT aired on separate nights. And I thought that NXT was okay, fine. And I thought that AEW was excellent. And now here we are on week two. How does NXT do coming off last week's show? How does AEW do coming off last week's show? Now, we went over the NXT lineup yesterday, and as always, it was non-existent. And I don't think that that bodes well for the NXT number. I would not be surprised if NXT did under 800,000 viewers this week. But we will find out in an hour. I've been wrong before. I was wrong two Mondays in a row about Raw, by the way. AEW, I thought, was an excellent show. Can they do 1.2 million viewers again? They have got a full lineup for tonight's AEW that they've had for quite a while now. There's there's uh, two theories of promotion. One is the NXT theory, which is normally promote nothing and then promote a bunch of stuff on the last day. The AEW style of promotion is we have five segments announced during the show for next week, and then over the course of the next week, We add three or four more things. So every day you're reminding people of something new that's coming up, but they already know a bunch of stuff that's coming up, so they're excited throughout the week for what's coming up on the show. Interestingly enough, last night at NXT, they announced three matches for next week. I was very pleased to see that. So we'll talk about that, plenty more, back in a moment at Observer Live.
6: your car no longer stopping like it used to? Don't miss out on spring brake deals at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Our professional parts people will help you find the brake parts and supplies you need to do the job right the first time. You'll find great deals on brake pads and rotors, fluids, degreasers, and more. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit O'ReillyAuto.com. O, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.
1: That's 800-251-7460.
2: Your outdoor experiences could be better. Clearly better. Kanan sunglasses are made exclusively with polarized lenses for optimal clarity. Using Japanese optics, Canon's lenses are clearer, lighter, and stronger than other lenses. And they're nearly impossible to scratch. With frames handcrafted in Italy... Kanan sunglasses elevate your experiences outside with a degree of clarity beyond your wildest imagination. Kanan designs and manufactures are high performance eyewear to be clearly better than any sunglasses you've tried before. Use the exclusive code kanancast 15 at kanan.com to receive 15% off your first pair. That's K-A-E-N-O-N-C-A-S-T. 1-5, Canaan, clearly better. Let me get right back to you. Sandra, um, those banners go out tonight, can you pack them? Indeed
3: knows unexpected growth can stretch your business thin. Like at Monica's print shop, to fulfill orders on time, she needs to get started hiring right, right away. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. And the moment you sponsor a job on Indeed, you get a short list of quality candidates from our resume database. Visit indeed.com slash credit and get a $75 credit for your first sponsored job post. Terms and conditions apply. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network.
5: Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. I should know, by the way, that we've got like a million new shows. We've got Matt Men, they do live watch alongs. Denise is now doing three shows every week. There's a there's a post NXT, a post AW, a post SmackDown show. All of these, WrestlingObserver.com, you can get the audio, it's just with your subscription. Video.F4WOnline.com. And now, this from the front page of WrestlingObserver.com. Fight Game Podcast comes to Figure Four Online. You have heard Garrett Gonzalez as guest co-host on Wrestling Observer Radio. But now he and John LaRocca bring their popular weekly Fight Game Podcast to Figure Four Online every Thursday morning Eastern. It's just in the morning Eastern time. At some point, it's going to be up there. If you're not familiar with John, he has worked in pro wrestling as a booker and promoter in Northern California. Together, he and Garrett recap AEW Dynamite and NXT, cover all the big news in the world of pro wrestling every single week. Join Garrett and John every Thursday morning. Fight Game Podcast on Figure Four Online. So there's another one for you. WrestlingObserver.com. Head up there and sign up today. I think that we had uh, we had like 12,000 hours of audio. Uh, last time I did a plug, I think we're at 15,000 hours now. I'd have to go up and do the math, but there's a lot of archived shows up there for everybody, so check it out. Tonight is AW. Here's the lineup. We got a lot of stuff. Two weeks after they were laid out by the Young Bucks, Good Brothers and Kenny Omega, John Moxley, Eddie Kingston will return on Wednesday's live AW Dynamite. Six-man tag against Omega and the Good Brothers. In a six-man, the Bucks turned on Moxley, reunited with their old teammates. So they return tonight. That is in addition to Darby Allen versus Jungle Boy for the TNT title, Hikaru Shida versus Ty Conti for the women's title, Hangman Page versus Ricky Starks, Christian Cage versus Powerhouse Hobbs, Penta versus Trent... Trent? Billy Gunn versus QT Marshall... Inner Circle interviews Tony Schiavone, or with Tony Schiavone, and the Pinnacle interview with Jim Ross. So Inner Circle and Pinnacle interviews, they've now given you who's going to interview them. So it'll be uh, Tony Schiavone with the Inner Circle and Jim Ross with the Pinnacle. Now, Mike, the big question that I asked before you came on the air today, what in God's name are you wearing? No, the real question is, what do you predict for a for a rating... For last night's NXT, keep in mind last week was 800,000. And what do you predict for tonight's AEW? Last week was 1.2 million. What are your predictions, Mike?
7: I'll say 755 and 955. I think it'll drop back under a million, but it does really, really well. It stays in the upper nines. So they Um, both lose
5: 50,000 viewers from last week. That's your prediction? I think. Yeah, I
7: think so. I don't think it's going to be that big of a drop because I think they both did a really good job serving both of their fans' interests last week. And this week, the TNT show seems look strong enough to be damn near a million people. So, you know, I just want to see both of them stay consistent first. It's tough to have a prediction right now because... You know, we got to see how much malaise there was after last. Actually, week. wait, no,
5: that'd be that'd be down two hundred and fifty thousand for AW. My math is. Uh, oh yeah, I guess it would be a little. Bit I off guess there, I, I maybe I should take myself off the show for low grade. <laughs> so you're predicting that <laughs> AW is going to be down a quarter of a million people, mm. and NXT is going to be down fifty thousand. That's your prediction.
7: I'll give them a million. I'll bump it up to a million. I'll say 755 in a million. I say they lose 200,000 people. I'm sure somebody who's a big NXT fan is going to look at that and point and laugh and and all that sort of stuff. But I don't think it's a disappointing number. I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility. And I don't think anybody should be ashamed about it if it's barely a million or if it's just over a million. I, I think that would be a good number no matter what. I don't think you can look at that as disappointing.
5: Well I believe that here's my prediction my prediction is that NXT is going to do between 725 and 750, largely due to a complete and total lack of card and the advertisement of zero stars on the show. And the last second they announced it and we'll get to cool Kyle but anyway, I would say between 725 and 750 would be my guess for for NXT and I would say I, I'm going to predict that A.W. does roughly 1.15 million viewers. Got it? Okay, so
7: not that much more than me.
5: 115,000
7: more viewers more than me. And, you know, the more interesting thing may be what it peaks at, what their max number of viewers was. And I don't, unfortunately, I didn't think to look at what they did last week, what the highest point of that show was. But it'll be interesting to see what that point is actually this week in compared in comparison to last week. Because you can have a number, in theory, that's a little bit lower, but also spike a little bit higher, too. So, again, this is still, you know... There's two philosophies at work here, like you mentioned earlier on. It's what NXT has been doing, and obviously they are building behind Kyle O'Reilly. They're still not really announcing matches, even though they've announced a couple for next week. And they've pretty much stayed with a pat hand with most of the people that they've been using. Obviously, you got Taya Valkyrie in the mix and things like that. But with AEW, I mean, they continue to pour the heat on, and they continue to advertise Pretty, you know, stacked shows, at least stacked shows as far as their fans go, with names that people know. If you're a lapsed fan, you might see Billy Gunn on there, and it pops you there. You got a title match. You got a high-profile women's match with two really popular uh, female wrestlers. I mean, they kind of touch a lot of different things when it comes to their shows, and we just got to see if it all clicks.
5: You know, a lot of people here think thinking that NXT is going to do much worse because of the news shows. Based on the Chauvin trial, and it is it is it is possible, okay. But I think this is my feeling about this, okay. I feel that everybody who was very very interested in this trial was probably watching the verdict being read live and if not i think that you probably heard about it very very quickly now if you didn't care then i don't think you're going to be just like glued to the news shows hours later to find out what happened like if you cared i think that this was this was something that you know hours and hours and hours before nxt started like you were following this and and i believe that like once once the verdict was read it's like what am I going to watch the news show for tonight? Like they're going to show me the verdict again? They're going to they're going to go over it. Like everyone got the verdict, they got the answer, and so I'm not sure that like the top 50 is going to be news as a result of this. If if they would have been deliberating, or if they would have announced it during NXT, this will be read, and so like everybody's glued to the news during NXT, waiting for the verdict to be read. That would have murdered NXT. Sorry about that. That would have that would have destroyed NXT. But I don't think that's what happened. I think people saw it, and I think that now they are, they are like, they saw what they wanted to see, and I don't think they're going to be watching an hour of news for, like, what else is there? I mean, I don't think there's footage live during NXT of, of this dude being taken in shackles. I mean, everyone saw that in the afternoon, so that's, yeah, my, no, uh, that's my thought
7: and with the guilty verdict there was no big outrage there was no uprising there was no none of that stuff so with that also you know out of the mix there too you know it, i would assume that for the most part regularly scheduled viewing
5: habits prevailed last night in the states the raw ratings for monday night which i mean maybe this will bode well for this week maybe it will not this show this show i once again Foolishly predicted that this show would do 1.7, 1.8 million viewers. It did 1.91 million viewers. Well above normal for this time of year. The show did a 2.02 million first hour, a 2 million second hour, and then a giant plunge 1.72 million in the third hour. But, listen, I don't know, dude. I don't know. Like, you can analyze these if you want to. I don't get it. Like, people, apparently the people that are left really like that show. I don't know how. (laughs) I don't know what they were attracted to on this program. But uh, that was that. So I'm going to talk more about that after the break. And also, uh, cool Kyle. Back in a moment. Observer Live.
3: You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting
5: Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. So on the list of uh, new stuff that we got, I guess I should also note that uh, that uh, Denise is working on an, an Instagram. W O W-O-N-F-4W, I believe, is our Instagram. Somebody correct me if I'm wrong. Is that right, everybody? I would hope so. Yes. Fits in with the branding, yeah. So so we have an Instagram, and I hear that we also are going to have a TikTok. Damn, look at us. Yeah. You'll be on the IG? You'll show up on the gram? TikTok. You go dance? I don't even know what that is. I am an old man. I I didn't even figure out Snapchat. Well, once we got to Twitter and Instagram, I was like, "That's enough for me." What do I need these other things for? You drop Facebook too. I, I can't. To I, I spread myself too thin. Then my my maybe my Twitter my Twitter homies will go away. I don't need that to happen. Thin like your hairline. So I. What are you talking about? Of your all head. people to talk about what? Yeah. You know, I got a head of hair. I think we've yeah. proven that. I'm I'm not sure about what, it, what you what you refer to as a head of hair. So this uh, Kyle, this cool Kyle fella. Oh, no. Okay, what's everyone think about cool Kyle? I need some feedback here. So the text message number is 425-780-7566. 425-780-7566. Now, listen, I mean. Mm. You don't have to be nice. I'm not not going to be mean because it's not like I, I, I don't even know what to think about it. Because here's the deal. I was watching the Steve Austin A&E documentary, and it's like the most fascinating thing about this documentary is listening to your talking heads. You're, they got Vince McMahon, they got Paul Heyman, they got Bruce Prichard. What do these three people have in common, by the way? Oh, they all still work for WWE today. And uh, all of them are saying the exact same thing about, God, WWE sucked in the early 90s. It was so bad, and there were cartoon characters and these fake gimmicks, but then finally we got these people to be real people. And I'm just watching them tell me this, and I'm like, Vince, Bruce, like, Paul Paul doesn't have any power, so I can't really yell at him, but, like, bro, look at your show. In what universe is The Fiend, like, a real person, or Alexa Bliss, or any of these dorks with their scripted promos? Like... You're sitting here and you're telling me everything that is wrong with the current product, but like you still do it. So anyway, Paul Eamon's talking about how Steve got fired from world championship wrestling and he immediately called him and he said, can you come to ECW? And Steve Austin was fired while he had a torn triceps. And so Steve says, well, I can't wrestle. I got a torn triceps. And Paul says, well, can you talk? And Steve goes, I can talk. And so Paul Heyman brings in Steve Austin, and he just gives him a mic, and he tells him to talk. And I was like, what do you want me to talk about? And Paul says, whatever's on your mind. If you're mad, get mad. And so Austin cuts his great promo. He's furious, and he's angry about about WCW, and he gets done, and like everybody gives him the big standing ovation. Then they talk about the King of the Ring. Hunter was supposed to win the King of the Ring. But Steve Austin, he ends up getting the nod because of the curtain call. And so Steve Austin goes out there, and he works his first-round match. He gets whacked right in the face. He's cut up and bleeding. And so during the middle of the show, by the way, this tells you the medical team they had back then, they have to take him to the hospital to get his mouth, like, stitched up. So he goes to the hospital in the middle of the show. He comes back from the hospital... He's got his mouth all taped up, and he gets out of the ambulance. He starts walking to the ring for his match with Jake. So he's about to go through the curtain, and and he's told, Hey, Steve, uh, Jake cut a promo on his way to the finals. And Steve goes, Well, what did he say? And so he's told, Oh, he said, And I can only imagine what uh, Michael Hayes said in real life. But on A&E in 21, he said, He goes, Oh, he said some of his biblical verses. I'm sure that's what Michael Hayes said in uh, 1996 but anyway so Austin goes through the curtain and uh, he does the match and then on the way back it's like oh you won now you've got to go up and get interviewed okay so there is no script for Steve Austin he wasn't handed his script like you've got to say this you've got to say oh it's chilly McFreeze in this building but man I turned up the heat or whatever stupid line they have to say nowadays so he's walking up there and he's just thinking like what can I say oh this guy said something about the Bible and so he goes out there and he just spits out the line about, you can preach your John 316. Austin 316 says, I just whipped your ass. Ah, and there it is history. But I was just watching this. And they gave him a ringmaster gimmick. You're the ring master, And you walk around with a rich guy. And he's given you a million-dollar belt. And, you know, Vince and Pritchard, they're all saying, oh, well, we didn't know what to do with Steve Austin. We couldn't think of anything to do with this guy. I'm like, God, help me. And so finally he just, you know, he comes up with a gimmick that's, you know, he's a, he's a redneck from Texas. Uh-huh. Ah. He's his own brother is what he was. They interview his brother. His brother's talking about, oh, when Steve was a kid, he was a straight-A student. Ah, we were out raising hell and drinking beer. So Steve just basically he becomes his own brother. But anyway, it's way more Steve Austin than anything that he'd ever done before. And the thing blows up and it goes crazy. My point is this. If cool Kyle is really Kyle O'Reilly then whatever you think about it right now, fine, let's go with it. Like, maybe the guy can get it over. Right now, here's my criticism, and it is a big criticism. Right now, this guy comes out, and he's gone from, like, remember when he used to wear the mouthpiece, and he would do that weird walk to the ring, and you're like, what's this guy doing? Why is he walking like this? And he'd get in the ring, and he'd be all weird, and, uh, you know, he never talked, and he just went in there and had great matches. Well, now they want him to be a main eventer, and so now he's got to have a character. And weird guy who walks funny down to the ring, that ain't going to fly in this NXT. So now he's got to have a character, and he's cool Kyle. And he wears a silly hat, and he cuts goofy promos, and he's all wacky. And if you're a viewer that's been watching from day one, you're like, what is he doing? What is this guy doing? Like, what is this character? But... If this is Kyle, if Kyle dresses like this in real life, if this is the way that he talks in his weird sense of humor, then maybe it can get over if they go with it. Now, I was, a, I was an indie wrestler the same time that Kyle O'Reilly was an indie wrestler. But I worked for ICW, which was International Championship Wrestling with Tim Flowers, and Kyle was working for ECCW. And Michelle Starr who ran ECCW, and Tim Flowers were mortal enemies, okay? <laughs> and, like, <laughs> mortal enemies. And there was no way that I could ever do any shows ever for E. So we never crossed paths. Kyle and I never crossed paths. So I don't know if Kyle is really this cool Kyle character. I, don't, I couldn't tell you, okay? But we'll see. The only thing that is a real criticism for me right now is that when he cuts his promos, he seems very uncomfortable. he seems very nervous and he seems very uncomfortable. and he admits during his promos that I this like I, I, I've always just go and gone in and done my matches I've, I've I've talked in the ring, which is true and he's great in the ring. he's fantastic, but he seems very very uncomfortable doing whatever he's doing out there. I don't know if he's not feeling the character or it could be that that's how he is in real life, but he is very nervous having to be out there and being a main event promo. And quite frankly, if he's going to do it, he needs to he needs to practice. He needs to learn on the job at this point. So I will give it time, but so far, he seems very not comfortable, which is not what you want to come across as as a main star on what is now a show on USA Network with almost a million viewers.
7: Well, to be fair to him, he's still kind of walking weird down to the ring. He's just now doing it in a jeans jacket with a wacky T-shirt on. And that's my big problem with this. That's what stuck out to me. The promo, he was timid doing that. But like you mentioned, is he really cool, Kyle, or not? We'll have to see about that. Plus, you know, without having – it's easy to cut a promo on your mortal enemy that you've been – feuding and teaming with for years as he has with adam cole now away from adam cole can you remain you know have that intensity can you get over how invested you are into this and how this is everything we'll have to see with kyle but i'm sorry with the outfit that he's got on that may be him and there's no rule that says he can't wear a jacket and sunglasses but adding a hat to it I'm sorry. The first thought in everybody's mind, and it was in everybody's mind last night, was Orange Cassidy. Is this is this cantaloupe Cassidy? Is this carrot Cassidy? Is this squash Cassidy, yam Cassidy, ginger Cassidy? What is Kyle O'Reilly? I don't don't want to interrupt, and I
5: don't want to be a, a contrarian, Mike, but not for one second last night that I see cool Kyle and think Orange Cassidy. Well, I got to be honest. I
7: you were in the minority then. And I'm well, not that's saying fine. that I'm not saying that when he walked out, you know, and and by the time he was done that promo, he was not Kyle O'Reilly and I don't mean to slight or insult him. I have a a problem in I'm um, slighting and insulting Every part of that presentation as far as letting him go out there because, to me, it draws too much of a direct comparison to the look of Orange Cassidy where you're trying to make Kyle O'Reilly different. Yes, he's much different than he was, but does he stand out as a character? I, I don't think that he does, and I didn't get that impression that he was elevated up whereas i get that feeling from like a a phantasmo and and there's a couple other people like i just i just wasn't feeling it with kyle o'reilly i'm not feeling it with this yet as far as the presentation of this character but we'll have to see
5: back in a moment with your calls everybody hey wrestling observer live
6: I'm Ron Barr. All my life I've been active, playing tennis, pickup basketball, cycling and swimming. But let me tell you, as I've gotten older, my body now tells me when enough is enough and I've done too much. Did you know 100 million Americans suffer from ongoing pain due to aging, exercise, overexertion and the effects of everyday living? I want to recommend Relief Factor to you. Relief Factor can help all those body parts that are hurting, sore, such as neck and shoulder, back, hip, or knee, or just general muscle aches and pains. Here's what I recommend. Go to relieffactor.com to find out more. And Relief Factor has something special for the Sports Byline USA Network listeners. You can get their three-week quick start program for just $19.95. That's only $0.95 a day. So give them a call at 800-500-8384. That's 800-500-8384 or check it out at relieffactor.com.
0: Time for your small business report presented by Dell Small Business. If you'll be at the office for five hours, only schedule four hours of work. If it's 10 hours, then only eight hours of work because there is always something that comes up last minute that you have to deal with. And if not, you'll have time to catch up on your emails, read up on what's happening in your industry, or dedicate more time to a passion project. But by leaving 20% of your day open, you know that you can confidently take care of those last minute things that come up without scrambling around and worrying how it's going to affect the Workload of the rest of your week. And that's your Dell Small Business Report. What do you get when you talk to a Dell Technologies advisor? hmm mm-hmm. You get someone who understands there's an art to listening. Mm-hmm. Sure. Who's able to hear more than what's being said and can provide tailored mm-hmm. small business solutions that make you feel okay. truly heard.
4: I understand. Let's get started.
0: For advice on everything from laptops to the cloud and solutions powered by Intel V Pro Platform. Call an advisor today at 877-ASK-DELL.
3: You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network.
5: Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. I'm Mike Sempervivi, also of Wrestling... WrestlingObserver.com.
7: Wrestling. I don't
5: know if you guys are aware of this or not, but I once wrestled mm-hmm. Orange Cassidy. I actually had him beat. But that little uh, geek, Marco's stunt, his music distracted me. You I distracted hate by I music. hate that finish. Mm. Anyway, point of this is, so it's much of what I was saying about Cool Kyle. So Orange Cassidy, I showed up at the building, and I looked around, no Orange Cassidy. Where is this guy? Ah, he'll be here after a while. So I waited, and I waited, and I waited. And then, like, at some point, he just showed up. He was just there. And I went and sat down, and I was like, "Well, what do you want to do?" He goes, "I don't know." What do you want to do? I said, "I don't know." And then we like didn't come up with much, clearly. But point of this is, so we do the match, and then uh, the match is over. And I go back, and I said, "Hey, thanks." Oh yeah. And then uh, he he uh, he put his uh, his sunglasses on, and he put his stuff in his backpack, and he put his backpack on. And he just wandered off. <laughs> off to the next adventure. So anyway, point of this is, I mean, this is not a stretch for this Orange Cassidy fella. He's playing something very similar to himself. Now, granted, he didn't walk slow. He didn't, like, pack his backpack in slow motion. But, you know, not a stretch. So hopefully this cool Kyle, uh, he, will, he will come into this character. If this is, if this is something similar to, to how he is in real life. Let's go to these phones. I want to see what people have to say about everything. We should review NXT here in a moment as well. But first, let's go to uh, New Jersey. You're on the air. What's going on?
2: What's going on, Brian? This is Bill from New Jersey. WVL82 in the Twitch chat. What's up, homies? I have a comment and a quick question, if you don't mind. Yes. Um, So last night's NXT, I did enjoy it to an extent, but the flow seemed completely off. I don't know how they spaced out the show but it seemed like the commercial breaks were much more of a tent pole than they were previously. Like, you came back from a commercial after just seeing an entrance to a two-minute backstage segment, and then you have another entrance, and then you go to another commercial.
5: Yes, it's this is exactly how roster. they do this on Raw SmackDown. It's, it's mm-hmm. weird. Yeah,
2: it was very main rostery. Um, what do you see them doing to differentiate themselves going to, forward?
5: To get what?
2: To differentiate themselves from the main roster. If they're not oh.
5: trying to be the same thing. Well, I want to thank you very much for the call. I think the problem is that they, they do want to be the same thing. I mean, listen, Triple H is, is Vince's right-hand man on Raw and SmackDown. So, I mean, you know, he's learning what they believe works in terms of a television presentation. And Raw, you know, whatever they're doing in the numbers, I mean, they're regularly 1, 2, and 3 on cable. So it's not like they look at the way that Raw is produced and think, oh, this is wrong. If they did, they'd do something different. So I don't think that they're going to be looking to differentiate themselves from raw, unfortunately. Now, I will uh, say this about the show. I thought that the first I thought that the first hour of this show was quite below par. I thought the second hour of this show was excellent. so I guess we'll see what that means in terms of of the ratings. like did everybody make it through the full first hour? Did they did they stick around long enough for what ended up being a, an excellent second hour? So Kyle did his promo as cool Kyle, and uh, that was pretty much it. And then we had L.A. Knight, Dexter Loomis, or as I like to call it, Eli Drake versus Sam Shaw, and they do this match, and Indy's out there, and they keep teasing that they're gonna kiss, and she literally trips while trying to be seductive, which. <laughs> I was just dying. And it wasn't on purpose either because, like, Dexter Loomis has to not sell it. And anyway, so they're about to kiss, and then he gets attacked, and then he gets pinned. Then they're going to kiss again. And the way it's like, dude, watching Dexter Loomis matches is hard enough. Now I got to watch them with a romance storyline in the middle. And y'all know where it's heading Dexter Loomis wins the North American title, and then he kisses the girl. Hopefully, they've got thousands of fans in attendance for that big moment. Like they did for more for poor. Uh, remember when, uh, what's his face? Heavy Machinery? Uh, Otis? D- and D- Mandy? D- Do- Dozovich. Do- Otis. They don't even have a last name anymore. Otis and Mandy did their big kiss in an empty building.
7: It was a great <laughs> hey, payoff. Hey. Well, you know, I, I have a feeling. Vince you know. probably
5: watched and went, not a single pop. Break these two up.
7: <laughs> hey, it won't Vince, get there's no fans. Of Spike Dudley and Molly Holly. That's what you're going for there. That's the kind of pop you want. Yeah, from the two crowd. likable,
5: two likable human beings. Instead, we got a serial killer. And by the way, like a week ago, he dragged her backstage, and she was all happy and alive. What? They didn't kiss. Maybe he's a gentleman. Well, he went to kiss her twice this week. Yeah, slowly though. What happened needs- when he took her backstage? Zero, There's like no follow-up to that whatsoever, except that he did.
7: Well, why should that matter anyway? The camera shut off. Nothing happens anymore.
5: We well, have an Eo Shirai interview where Frankie shows up. I guess he'll be feuding. I believe I believe that. the dog's name is Percy. P- Percy? That's what I think she said his name was. Percival? We got Brizango and the Grizzled Young Vets, which this is one of those things on NXT. It's like, if you saw a match like this on AEW, they would have like at least shot an angle or something. Instead, it's just like, we're going to do a match. And they're gonna wrestle, and they're gonna have a finish, and then we're gonna move on. <laughs> like, okay, well, that's cool, I guess. But why? I don't know. Indy does a promo. Now Johnny is Papa John.
7: You know what? I think I'd like to go ahead and, and maybe uh, remix my prediction for the show. <laughs> I for uh, I uh, I may have blocked this out of my mind. Um, we'll have to see if people you stick blocked out an hour of two. the show. Well, it was, look what you mentioned, you know. it's uh, It probably wasn't the best start, no.
5: Cameron Grimes does a promo. He's excited about... He explains that he won an auction. Okay, he won an auction for an NFT. But then they sent him a letter saying, even though you won, when the auction was over, someone offered us more money, so we gave it to them. What? Huh? What kind of an auction is this? <laughs> anyway, the guy's Ted Ted DiBiase. Sarai and Zoe Stark. I love this match. This match was great. Uh, obviously, Saraya is great. Zoe Stark looks better every single time she's in the ring. And then she got attacked by Tony Storm afterwards. So I thought that segment was great. She's Ra- not sweet, Saraya. Okay. Ra- Raquel and Dakota do a promo, and they're building Sorry. up a breakup there. We got Candice yelling at Indy backstage, and then uh, Indy gets distracted again by by his his dreamy eyes. And uh, Candace gets beaten violently two on one <laughs> yes. by the babyface champions. That was ridiculous. I'm like, I'm like, what? Put behind a door and just whipped her ass. It was Jiminy like my Christmas. God. They're supposed to be babyfaces. <laughs> we have Kushida versus Oni Lorkin. Another good match. And then uh, Santos Escobar and Legato del Fantasma beat up Kushida. MSK makes a save. That sets up a six man. More Gargano goofiness. Imperium beats Everrise. And then, yes, believe it or not, exactly like AEW. And I don't want to hear any complaints about this that they, quote, copied or whatever. I don't care who does this. This is how it should be done. Next week, they announce Dakota versus Mercedes, which was set up on this show. Austin Theory versus Bronson Reed, where if Bronson wins, he gets another shot at Johnny, which was set up on this show. And MSK and Kushida versus Legato Del Fantasma, which is, in fact, set up on this show. Great! Yep. I was over the moon. And then cool Kyle faces Cameron Grimes. They have a very good main event. Kyle wins with the bombs away knee drop off the top. Like I said, second hour, great second hour of the show. First hour was like a totally different show. It was like first hour was the NXT from the last two years, and then the second hour was the NXT from like three years ago. So hopefully they do more of those second hours. And that's the one thing, no
7: matter what we have talked about when it comes to Kyle's look or his promo or his ring entrance or his music or his T-shirt or any of that stuff, when it's time to wrestle, Kyle O'Reilly is still great. So regardless of how this character goes and how it develops, as far as when the bell rings, you can forget about all that other stuff and he can go. Same thing with Cameron Grimes. I mean, Trevor Lee is still... Trevor Lee, at the end of the day, no matter how much Dogecoin, Deutsch, Deutsch, whatever the hell that is, I don't have any Bitcoin. Dog! I whatever. I don't have any real money God, to buy you're this so nonsense. Okay? Old. I am so old. By the way, it's growing back gray. Anyway, he's still awesome. So the same thing. When the top hat comes off, when the goofy promo ends, these guys can still go and. I hope they build up more of this because you see it with the women's division. We're about to get, I guess Tony Storm and Zoe Stark, which is great. We're about to get uh, Frankie Monet and EO where I mean, there is a lot of good women's talent. and Mercedes helping along, you know Mercedes and Dakota, I think given time is is probably going to be one of the surprise, I don't know if it's a, we should say surprise, but I bet you it's one of the best matches the next week. And Mercedes Martinez can only make Raquel Gonzalez better, so
5: they have all a these lot... idiots on the
6: chat. They're
5: all they're all arguing with each other about the proper pronunciation, <laughs> and then they're calling you a boomer.
7: <laughs> well, fine, you know. But look, regardless,
5: down <laughs> the hell with it,
7: <laughs> they're still fighting road dogs look, look at you, dummies!
5: Look at you, dummies! golly what next road dog yeah dog queen oh it's literally it's literally (laughs) and then they spell it i know it's spelled (laughs) i won the spelling bee Uh, i win the spelling bee on the new york times app every single day i get genius level don't tell me how to
7: spell it you're scared to do a crossword. You don't even do a crossword, do you? And if you do, I bet you do it in pencil, too, you pansy and ass. this
5: guy says, there's no argument. As this other guy is arguing with him, the E is silent. Wait it's dog. It's literally dog. No, it's not. It's dog. Doze. This guy goes doge. It's doge. That's what he says. Oh, but they're not arguing. 2000- they're all on the same page about 50 different ways to pronounce it.
7: 2021, and we're online right now. There is something to argue about. Come
5: on. Doji, this person Do-gy. says. Yeah, we're not <laughs> arguing about how you pronounce it. The oh, doge. This goes. guy says doge. This it's guy Doug. says Doug coin. It's Doug coin. <laughs> it's cute doggy coin. It's Doge coin, this person says. It's pronounced like it's spelled. Oh, is that how it's pronounced? Like it's spelled? Oh, okay. Wow. Mm. Doug coin. I like that Doug one. Doug coin. Doug coin. Oh, Dagon here suggests Dagon coin. May like as well. Yeah. May as well. Doughboy's cash out.
7: There you go. We got it. Mm-mm. This person says,
5: I am 1,000% here for Sarai's J-pop meets hard rock theme song. She and her entire presentation was amazing last night. I already love the former Sarai in NXT. Three
7: E's. Three E's right there. And by the way, it's it's you're going to have to work on this, okay? Sarai. Keep saying Soraya. I do what was, I want, brother. Two different women, buddy. I'm, a, I think I'm you an be audio professional. Calling, I should calling, be the one
5: telling you how it's pronounced.
7: Brother, you better be a women professional because you don't want to be calling women out of the I'm surrounded like by
5: them every day of my life. I know, and that's Trust be me. great
7: because it's just going to get grayer and
5: grayer No, and grayer. it's not. They're, mm-hmm. they're all lovely, uh, polite, kind young ladies. Mm-hmm. I will give Kyle some time, this person says. Hopefully he will get better at his role with more seriousness. I think he's been nervous so far because he's been a heel for four straight years. I remember he was an awesome babyface in ROH in the 80s. I'm pretty sure that Kyle has not forgotten how to be a great babyface. Yeah. Pretty sure. Best thing about NXT last night? No more overruns. Well, the overrun is completely pointless. I mean, it's completely pointless. Unless, like, you've got a giant show that airs afterwards and you want to steal some of their (laughs) audience, but they don't. So, back in a moment, Observer Live.
1: That's 877-360-0402. Do you own an annuity? Either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you
0: paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free.
1: Eight hundred seven six zero one eight four five. 760 1845 That's eight hundred seven six zero eighteen forty five. 760
3: 1845 You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline
5: Broadcasting Network. Hit a new level here with these Twitch geeks. Mm-hmm. So first they say, it's pronounced how it's spelled... Then they try to argue that it's Jif and not Gif. It is Jif. No, it's not. It's Gif. It's Jif. Bro, you have a kid? Yeah. Okay. You ever ever ate peanut butter? Yeah. Jif. J-I-F. Jif is with a J, not a G. G is G. Gif. Most most people say Jif and most people have for a long time. Oh, so now you're going to be going along with these dorks now? Wait, what do you call me a Doja coin? My Doja coin is uh... I was
7: right in the first place. You notice how I was right in the first place? You you don't say anything about that. You're trying
5: to change the subject. Why don't you just say
7: I was right in the first place? You know what, Mike? And
5: that was it. You're suspended. Just like Charlotte Flair. Oh, look at him. He's yelling and screaming, but he's muted. You don't guys know what the word you know how to pronounce (laughs) the word. Look at his hair! He made fun of my hair. Look at this guy. Yeah. Hey, Mike, can you pronounce indefinite? Anyway, we've got a lot of stuff coming up, everybody. Hey, you know what? We're going to have a very special show tomorrow just because of this, this bloke getting suspended. So tomorrow is going to be a very special day here on the program. We're going to talk about AEW, and we, we, will, uh, we will figure out what to do with that empty chair, this guy shouting and screaming. It'll be a good time. Fear not. For the rest of you, I want to thank you for listening here today. No thanks to Mike Sempervivi for once. But thanks to everybody in the studio, the callers and listeners, all you Twitch homies. Later on tonight, Wrestling Observer Radio, myself and Dave Meltzer will be reviewing AEW and NXT. And uh, tomorrow as well in the Brian and show, so check it out. Fight Game Media. He's got to get that ceiling repaired. Jesus, look at that thing. Looks like he's in a, like a padded room. We're out of time. We'll talk to you next time. Wrestling Observer Live.